This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 19th of July. Juzzy boy Aussies spent more than $8 billion doodahs on streaming and gaming just last year. That's according to a new report from PwC. The average wow. household has an average of 2.6 services and spends 40 bucks per month. Guilty. V-Man, the Aussie <laughs> cybersecurity firm reckons TikTok is collecting excessive amounts of data. Now, Ooh. apparently, TikTok maps the other apps on your device and checks your location at least once an hour. Oh no wonder the For You page is so accurate. Three highly reliable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, ANZ has officially added Suncorp's banking division to its cart after saying Ooh. thank you next to MYOB. This is a huge play by the big Z, Brett, firing some serious shots. So what is happening here? So Justin, yesterday we spoke about ANZ's shopaholic tendencies, mm-hmm. but clearly they aren't messing around. A few hours after we released yesterday's pod, ANZ confirmed it will pay a hefty, a chunky, a sizable $4.9 <laughs> billion to buy Suncorp's banking arm. Now, this is the first big acquisition from a major bank since way back during the GFC. It will raise $3.5 billion from investors to seal this very deal. What's the motivation for ANZ to fork out billions to acquire Suncorp? Well, Jazzy Boy, it's mainly about the opportunity to grow their customer base in Queensland and New South Wales. And the icing on the cake? ANZ reckon there'll be a whole lot of synergies too. So what is the key learning here? Aside from being a classic corporate buzzword, synergy (laughs) has an important meaning in mergers and acquisitions. Put simply, my friend, it's the potential financial benefit when two companies combine. And how does companies working together equal a financial benefit, Brett? There are a few ways that this works. Usually, Mm -hmm. it comes down to gaining more efficiency or more scale. Maybe you're reducing overhead costs, maybe you're sharing technology, or maybe you're combining two teams. In ANZ's case, they're estimating the annual cost synergy of this particular merger will be around 260 million buckaroonies pre-tax. But it may take six years to realise that full benefit. So we can see why ANZ's decided to pull the trigger on this deal, but they're going to have to be Mm -hmm. patient to reap the rewards. For our second story, Amazon has had its biggest Prime Day ever last week, and it reckons live shopping is part of the new secret sauce. Can't say I've ever tried live shopping, Jazzy Boy, but maybe, just Mm -mm. maybe, it's time for me. What is the story here? Okay, so we all know Amazon, the gargantuan e-com and tech giant. Yes, we do. It'll sell you everything from bulk packs of instant noodles to cloud (laughs) computing solutions. Now, Brett, Amazon's been hosting Prime Day since 2015. It's kind of like a mini Black Friday, but exclusive to Amazon Prime subscribers. And this year, it sold 300 million items. That's 50 million more than the same time last year. Those are some mind-blowing numbers, Jazzy Boy, especially in the Mm -hmm. face of a potential recession. And Amazon reckons live shopping is the secret to its success. Does it really? So what is the key learning here? Shoppable live streaming is gaining momentum and fast. Quick recap. Live shopping is when influencers and celebrities, they live stream while promoting Mm -hmm. a product and all you have to do is click to buy. Now, Brett, it's still a new wheelhouse for a lot of retailers, but big names like Bloomingdale's, like Nordstrom and even Mecca have already jumped on board and seeing results. Get this one. Streams on Amazon Live racked up 100 million views during Prime Day. In fact, the US live streaming market was worth around $6 billion last year, but experts reckon it could be $25 Mm -hmm. billion by 2025. 
43. Wow. So with a pace like that, we'd be keen to see how Prime Day goes next year and the year after and after and after. For sure we will. For our third and final story, inflation in the US hit 9.1% and New Zealand over 7% in June, which means inflation is growing at the fastest rate in over 30 years. And I thought inflation was bad in Australia, Brett. Give me Mm. the deets. So if pandemic and unprecedented were the words of 2020 and 2021, (laughs) clearly the hot word this year, yes, it's inflation. (laughs) And Brett, new figures released from New Zealand show that their inflation accelerated even more than expected in the second quarter of this year. We're talking jumping from 6.9% to 7.3%. It's now hit a 32, yes, 32-year high. And might I remind you, things ain't so great in the US either. They announced their inflation was up 9.1% this June compared to the same time last year. The worst since 1981. At least that's the worst of it, Brett. Right? Not quite, Juzzy Boy. Not only did we see inflation go up, but real wages went down. So what is the key learning here? Fluxfam, your real wages refers to how much you make after you take inflation into account. You see, if you keep making the same dollar amount, but everything from bread to Netflix gets more expensive, your purchasing power decreases over time. And that's what's happening in a lot of places right now. When you adjust for inflation, incomes were down 1% in the US over June. And real average hourly earnings were down 3.6% compared to last June. So it'll be interesting to see what more the reserve banks in New Zealand and the US do to manage this issue. Fluxfam, a massive shout out to Randall, one of the keen and careful and very diligent listeners of What The Flux podcast. Well, he fact-checked us and sent us a link to show that BYD, that's the electric vehicle company, they're not actually leading on pure electric vehicles. That's still Tesla. So big shout out to Randall for always keeping us honest. We love the fact-checking. We love the feedback. Fluxfam, get in touch and we will give you a shout out on the pod. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.